Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast. This is James. So it's been a couple of weeks since uh, the last podcast episode dropped, and uh, I apologize for missing the the regular Friday schedule. Um, it's been it's been a crazy summer here, uh, at least for the past sort of month. Um, I've been fighting pneumonia, uh, which um, has meant that making videos has been a little challenging physically, uh, and making podcasts has just been an exercise in futility because I've sounded absolutely terrible. Uh, in fact, today is the first day I felt um, kind of like my old self, and, uh, and I'm not sounding too snivelly and coughing and you know all of that good stuff anyway you guys don't want to hear about pneumonia it's not a lot of fun uh but i'm back and uh i've got some fun things to talk about in this podcast uh this is going to be a bit of a channel update um i'm going to be talking about uh some of the mods that i've currently got in flight uh i've got some uh things that I'm putting into the garage. Uh, and then I've got some pretty cool car events coming up, uh, which I'm also excited about. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about future panelists, guests that I've got coming onto the uh, the podcast. That's my favorite part about doing these podcasts, having the back and forth. Uh, there'll be some uh, familiar names and faces uh, and some new ones. So let's go check it out. So before we do anything, I've got to recognize or acknowledge um, something pretty spectacular today. Today is August 27th, 2021. Ten years ago, Ruthie and I got married here in St. Paul, Minnesota. Ten years ago. I can't believe that. Ten years ago, we were living in New York City. We had two dogs. We were thinking at some point we were going to move out of the city and, you know, buy a house and all that good sort of stuff, but it still felt like a million miles away. Uh, we had friends and family coming in from the UK, from Europe, um, from all over the States, uh, a few other different places. Ten years ago. Wow. And now flash forward ten years later, we have moved out of Manhattan. We're, we're living in Minnesota. We've got three kids. We've got a dog. One of the dogs isn't with us, sadly, anymore. Well, she's still alive, but we had to rehome her, unfortunately. She didn't get on very well with the kids. Um, she's a few blocks down the road. Um, yeah, wow. We're like living the suburban lifestyle. We've gone from our swanky Battery Park City apartment that overlooked the Hudson and the World Trade Center. We moved then to uh, the Upper East Side. We were on 96th and Lex, just a few blocks away from Central Park. Um, had friends in the neighborhood. I mean, all of the bars, etc. And Spanish Harlem, Harlem, you know, the Upper East, that whole area. Just so much life is so cool. Um, and now uh, we're living in the burbs. We've got ourselves a house and a mortgage and cars and kids and all that good stuff we have a yard service i have somebody that comes over and cuts our grass um <laughs> it's just wow so much has happened in 10 years uh but it's been fantastic we've like ruthie and i you know without going into too much information we've got a great relationship we have a lot of fun together um you know, there are times when she wants to, you know, hit me over the head with a shovel. And honestly, there are times when I've thought about taking that shovel and burying her in the back garden. But uh, I suppose that's just that's just what married couples do. Um, 
we love each other very much. You know, we've got a really, really fun relationship. Um, so fun, in fact, that uh, on our wedding day 10 years ago, um, she actually convinced me and a bunch of our guests uh, to practice and like practice is an understatement rehearse like she's a musical theater actress um and a dancer and a singer like properly rehearse a surprise flash mob which was caught on video at our wedding and i think that might be something that i released just for a laugh on youtube or on instagram later today um I've never been more terrified in my life. I mean, getting married and standing up in front of everybody was just a cinch compared to uh, all of a sudden busting out some moves to Lady Gaga's bad romance (laughs) in front of 150 guests. Um, But that's just the kind of fun that I have with my wife. She puts me in very awkward, uncomfortable, but, you know, challenging opportunities for self-development <laughs> I just put it that way um yeah I never thought I'd ever have the guts to do anything like that anyway uh 10 years of married to uh Miss Ruthie Baker and um what an absolute darling she is and we've got three kids Luke Adam and Gracie who's just arrived a few months ago um well honey if you're listening to this which you probably aren't because <laughs> you're not massively interested uh in Porsche podcasts uh unsurprisingly um I love you and here's to 10 more All right, all right. Now we've got that old load of bollocks out of the way. Let's get on to the real chat, Portia. And let's start kind of where we just left off, which is a little bit related to Ruthie. Uh, In the past year or so, because of the pandemic, acting and stage performance and, you know, the whole musical theater sort of thing has taken a bit of a backseat, unfortunately, just because the the theater community has has all but shut down. Uh, So in that time... Uh, Ruthie is trained uh, to be a realtor and or an estate agent, I guess, if you are listening in the UK and other parts of the world. She's a realtor, man. Um, she's now a realtor. Uh, she's been certified and uh, in the realtor sense. Um, she's started selling houses. She's uh, been going just for a few months. She's sold one. She's got another few in the pipeline. Um, so how does this relate to Porsche? Well, friends, here's the thing. I would love to be a stay-at-home dad and a stay-at-home dad driving a Porsche. And I think that we can make that dream happy. So in another 10 years, let's just think, you know, 10-year anniversary, the theme's going to be 10 today, I guess. In 10 years' time, if if Ruthie Baker Real Estate, you know, whatever it's called, I think it's called Ruthie's House and Home, um, takes off. In 10 years' time, she's got enough time to build up, you know, a nice little portfolio start um, paying the bills, I might retire. That would be awesome to retire in my kind of early 50s. That would be that would be pretty epic. Well, okay, maybe mid-50s. No, how old am I? <laughs> I don't know. 43. Am I going to be 43 this year or 44? I don't know, It, but it doesn't matter. It'll be in my 50s at some point. I'll take a back seat. Ruthie Baker Real Estate will not have only allowed me to retire, but maybe it will have bought me a new 992. Or at that point, I suppose, it's not going to be the 992. It's going to be the 994 or the 99, you know, whatever nines we've got left. Um, 999, maybe? Ooh, that's it. I wonder what it's going to be. 
Anyway, that's the plan. That's the plan. Get out of the uh, the rat race. Kick back with the kids. At which point they're going to be in school Monday to Friday, all three of them. And I'll be at home tinkering with the cars in the garage, you know, just like absolutely living it up. So, so that's the plan. Ten years. That's the ten-year plan. Got a lot of work to do in that time, though, of course. And um, who knows if Auto Amateur will be around in ten years' time. I hope so. Um, it, what's interesting is that I'm now going into my fifth year. I will have been running Auto Amateur as a YouTube channel at least for five years. Um, the podcast has only been around for uh, a year and a half, almost two years now, I guess. Uh, the website's been up and running for a couple of years. Before that, it was just a blog. Um, my web store has only been running for a year. So it's it's really early days for all that sort of stuff. But as a uh, at least as a YouTube channel or a YouTube brand, yeah, Auto Amateur is going into its fifth year. Um, to celebrate, I've created a, uh, a 2017 vintage... <laughs> Uh, t-shirt which you can find on autoamateur.com forward slash shop um, and uh, hit me up for special coupon codes um, because I've got a lot of BOGOs and that, that kind of stuff going on if you're interested uh, but yeah I thought it would be nice to sort of commemorate um, five years of auto amateur videos with an auto amateur uh, t-shirt um, you know special occasion as well as all of those model proud t-shirts which they are doing so well they are doing so so well if, if you want to if you want a t-shirt with your model designation on the front whether it's 996 or 981 or 718 or whatever it is 930 even um i kind of feel like ludicrous with my uh ladies in different area codes um but yeah whichever uh, whichever model designation you want with uh, a little bit of the uh, the auto amateur emblem uh, and the porsche emblem uh, on t-shirts uh, you know, I put those together thinking, oh, a couple of people will buy those. They've been great. They've been flying off the shelves. They have been really popular. Um, I've actually sold out of a couple of variants, you know, for a few different colors and a few different sizes, um, which uh, which is mad to me. It's absolutely mad to me. But um, I have one myself. I have the 991. Uh, and uh, this new T-shirt company I've gone with, um, the quality of the T-shirts are so much better. Um, they're like a heavier sort of hard-wearing cotton um, I've also got a micro um, fiber line as well for those who like the sort of the, the sweat wicking, you know, kind of sportier t-shirts. Um, and uh, the, the t-shirt supplier, it's just, they're really fantastic. The, the quality of the print as well is, is really good. Um, I've been getting some good feedback. Well, unfortunately, some of the t-shirts I've been selling previously, I had sort of mixed reviews. I had some really good feedback and I had some pretty you know, unfortunately, negative feedback about the quality of the cotton and shrinking and that sort of stuff. So I wanted to fix that. And um, and now these t-shirts are uh, flying off the shelves and I'm getting a lot of great feedback. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun. Anyway, that's, um, you know, that's part of what I'm doing here with uh, Auto Amateur is just having fun. Um, but yeah, five years, five years on YouTube. Uh, I wonder how many videos I've put out in that time. I think last year I counted, um, I put out like 100 videos. Um, I will not have done anywhere near that many this year. Um, but I think I still will have put out 20, maybe 30 by the time the year is the year is up. Um, it's, been, it's, it's been challenging this year because unfortunately I've had a few health issues, like with pneumonia for one. Um, my heart is still recovering from the infection it got two years ago uh, when I got pneumonia the first time. Um, and... Uh, just, you know, going to appointments and scans and stuff just takes up time and 
and having a third kid takes up time and you know all of that good stuff um but you know i think still putting 20 or 30 videos out when you've been having health issues and you've been busy with work and a third kid has arrived um i i feel i feel pretty accomplished so far and, and hell it's only august it, it isn't even yet september we've still got the the last quarter or more um to start putting out some more content uh, so let's talk about that next. I've got some videos in the pipeline and uh, I'm really excited to share with you guys about what's coming up with 991. So, Auto Amateur. Yeah, you all know, if, if you've been following for a while, you know that I like to tinker with my cars. And right now I've got a... 2013 uh, Porsche 911, which is the 991.1, the first generation of the 991, of course. Um, it has 109,000 miles on it. I bought it uh, two years ago from a from a uh, from a private dealer in where was it? It wasn't Brea. It was uh, Riverside, California. Um, and uh, it's been great. You know, I bought it with 92,000 miles on the clock. So. Um, you know, I haven't put too many miles on in the two years that I, I've owned it. You know, it's it's a fair amount. Um, but, you know, I like to tinker. And uh, not just with doing mods, uh, sorry, not just doing maintenance, but also, you know, modifying them. Um, if you've, uh, you know, seen what I did to my 997 beforehand, of course, you know, this is not news to you. Um, but I sort of reached a natural conclusion with a lot of the mods. I... Uh, uh, I've actually been getting questions recently about just how many mods I've done to this particular car. So I think one video I'm going to be making soon will be a, like a summary end-to-end -end of all the different things I've done to the car, the different uh, products I've used. Um, I've been very lucky in some um, in some respects where I've had uh, sponsors um, for some of the mods, or at least partial sponsors for some of the mods. Um, a lot of them um, I've paid for myself. Uh, so um, I'll talk about the the, the, the the financial side of it as well because I know you know people are out there spending their good money on mods. It's um, it's it's helpful to understand just kind of what you're in for. Um, a lot of times it's not just the price of the part; it's the other parts that go with it and the tools that you need. Sometimes some of the specialist tools. Um, but yeah, about two or three months ago, I reached sort of a natural conclusion. I'd uh, I'd done the brake calipers. I'd done some interior mods, some basic stuff like the seatbelts, um, I've done the Apple CarPlay hack, um, yeah, on the exterior, the sole performance exhaust, which is still my favorite mod, um, the headers that went with that, um, I painted the brake calipers, I put wheel spaces on, uh, and then um, put on the, the factory aero kit from Bumper. Um, so at this point in time, the car just like looks almost exactly the way I want it to look. Um, it's got that slightly sportier, more aggressive look. It doesn't have a front plate on, which is <clears throat> a little naughty here in Minnesota, but that's just, you know, that's by the by. Um, it's frowned upon. No, it's not frowned upon. It's just, anyway, <laughs> let's just keep going. Um, but it kind of looks the way I want it to look. It, I've got the original paint color back because I wrapped it for a while, um, but it's, it's slightly more aggressive. It's slightly sportier. Um, and it sounds absolutely phenomenal with that sole performance exhaust on the back, just that naturally aspirated engine and the rasp and the, uh, I love it. It's, it's definitely my favorite thing about the car. 
Um, but at that point, I then started to tinker with a few other ideas. Um, somebody gave me the idea, uh, Rene from Dutch911 on Instagram, uh, to refurbish my steering wheel. Uh, and I went ahead and did that. And so now I introduced red deviated stitching to the interior, as well as the red tack face and the red sports chrono that I have, uh, and the red seatbelt. So I thought maybe I can take the red theme further forward. So I bought some interior trim pieces that have been in some of my recent videos, some leather pieces here and there on the dash and around the side of the dash and the door sills, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but then I thought that was it. That's probably all I'm going to do and tinker with the car. And then I came across a couple of other um a couple of other videos that inspired me and a couple of other uh, visuals that inspired me to do a few more. First off um is the the ducktail that I'm going to be adding to the car. Now it's not the factory ducktail which kind of looks a little bit like an erection on the back of the car. It just sort of sticks right up. <laughs> Unlike the ducktails on the the air-cooled cars and the 996 and the 997 which sort of have a little bit of a curve and they sort of they look a little bit more aerodynamic and and really truly part of the line and the silhouette of the car. The ducktail on the back of the 991 kind of just like stands up proudly. Let's just say like a little bit of morning glory. It just it's up there and just you can't you just can't not notice that it's ding. It's just kind of stuck up there. Anyway, so I didn't want to go that particular route, even even though I think it looks cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, at the same time, I you know I didn't want to look like Ron Burgundy. Uh, anyway, let's not go there um, with his tight pants and that whole situation. But what I did find was this Ducktail Evo spoiler from Moshammer, and they're a German uh, company that do aftermarket aero parts primarily uh, for a whole range of different. Porsche models. Um, they've got stuff for the 996 and 997, you know, body kits, and they've got spoilers, and they've got side sills, and you know, a whole a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, for the for the 991 generation, they've got a really great, very subtle uh, ducktail on the back, which they call a ducktail Evo. And if you're familiar with the GTS, uh, especially the the 991.2 GTS 911. Um, you might notice that there is a very subtle and small sort of wing that comes out of the back of that. Um, a lot of people miss it and they just don't notice it until you sort of see it at a certain angle and you realize, oh yeah, it's got a little bit of a flare. It's a little bit more pronounced than the um, the very, very small lip that's on the back of the deck lid um, of the, the GT3 Touring, but it's sort of, it's more that end of the spectrum than anything else. Uh, so I've I've purchased that, I've got that from Moshammer, and I've managed to get a discount for auto amateur subscribers. So if you go to moshammer.com, um, I think the code is auto amateur hash eight six one or eight two one. I'll put it out if you um, if you haven't seen it already, or you can contact me and I'll I'll give it to you. You get a special auto amateur discount for the next couple of months. Um, so that's currently being painted. Uh, that's the the spoiler. But then why stop at the spoiler? Why? Why would you just stop at the spoiler? I'm going to keep going. So Andrew from 911 South inspired me to continue going on my mods. Um, he recently just went from the 991.1 taillights and upgraded to the 991.2 taillights. I did not know this was possible. And had I known it was, I probably would have tackled this a lot sooner than 
you know, two years worth of ownership. So, you know, take it back, take it back a step. I love the 991. It, the 991 was the first 911 I ever sat in. And it was actually an A-Gate Grey 911 that I sat in the first generation, you know, five years ago when I started my Porsche journey. Or was it six years ago? And that got me out there and thinking, okay, well, you know what? Actually, I can fit in this car. And this is my dream car. I'm going to go and buy one. Now, I didn't have the funds for a 991 at the time. And they were brand new. Um, you know, what, what was it? Six years ago? So... You know, the, the the first generation 991 was still out. The second generation 991 hadn't yet come out. I got myself into a 996, then went to a 997, and then got myself into a 991. I was so happy to be able to get into a 991.1, the spec that I have, the naturally aspirated engine, but then out come the turbocharged 991.2s with those gorgeous three-dimensional rear lights and the slightly cooler rear bumper with the sort of turbo-like vent intakes on the left and the right and I, I I've never disliked the 991's look for the eyebrow lights at the front and the the two-dimensional lights at the back but you know are they my favorite no I you know I I actually think like the first generation 997's rear lights and rear bumper kind of setup looks better than the first generation 991 actually. Um, but knowing that I can get the 991.2 headlights into my 991.1, oh man, I was sold. So Andrew put a video out. Uh, in order to do that, you do have to replace the rear bumper. So I found myself a used rear bumper. It's currently at Lemaitre's getting uh, resprayed, painted into, you know, agate gray. Um, I've got the emblems to go on the back. I've had to buy the hardware to go in, and uh, so the the, um, the 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 splitter or the valance in the in the middle at the bottom, either side of the uh, you know in between and either side of the tailpipes. Uh, I've had to buy the plastic trim that goes inside the intakes on the left and the right. Um, I've had to buy the two little reflectors uh, that go on the bottom either side of the bumper because the 991.1 reflectors won't fit. Um, but it's going to fit on the back of the 991.1 seamlessly, perfectly. And then I'm going to be able to put in the, uh, the, the, the lights. So I found the lights on eBay used. They were a couple of hundred dollars each. Um, the bumper was a couple of hundred dollars. Um, the hardware, you know, for the, the, the reflectors and the, the valance across the middle, that was another couple of hundred dollars. So I'm into this mod probably around a thousand bucks um, plus a couple of hundred dollars for painting. Um, so somewhere somewhere around 1200 which is actually about what I was into for the front bumper uh, for the GTS, you know, the AeroKit front bumper. Um, with the uh, not only the the bumper itself, but painting it and fixing it and putting in the um, the new air vent, the ducting at the front, um, which you know overall I'm I'm really really impressed with because buying the the parts from the factory and getting them painted um, would have you know put me back on the front end uh, of the car like three and a half grand or more um, on the rear you know instead of paying two hundred dollars for each tail light I would have been paying like nine hundred dollars or something something similar maybe six hundred dollars for for each tail light um, the rear bumper would be a couple of grand you know so uh, it's a very 
It's a very cost-effective way of giving the car a, a facelift, actually. And you would be surprised by just how many rear bumpers are on the market. I mean, there must be some unfortunate 991 drivers out there because it seems like more so than any other generation, the 991 bumpers are just available everywhere. And not just for the 991, like sort of generally, but you have a C2, you have a C4, you have your tailpipes in the middle with the sports exhaust, you have the tailpipes either side for the basic exhaust. Um, you know, all of those different variations, you need the, the 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 red light bar and so space in the bumper to put the, the red light strip across the back for the 4 um, and the 4S. Uh, they're out there. All sorts of different 911 drivers, 991 drivers, having unfortunate incidents in their Porsches. And, uh, and so used bumpers are uh, going up on, on eBay and, and other places like that. Uh, so that's in the works as well. I think the, the Moshammer uh, Ducktail will be first. Uh, and then the uh, I'll see what it looks like just like that and make a video with the car just like that. And then move forward putting the, the bumper on and the rear tail lights and that that'll be another opportunity for a video and, and actually just seeing how the, the look and feel of the car kind of evolves. Uh, now, I'm not going to uh, get rid of my first generation bumper or my first generation tail lights. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm almost considering uh, packaging up the 991.2 lights bumper and hardware as a facelift kit and uh, people have already been reaching out to me um, asking, you know, where they could get the parts. You know, would they, you know, can I help them piece it together? Um, as much as I like the 991.2 rear lights, I, I kind of want to see what they look like on the back of my car, of course. Um, but I'm also aware that the second generation 991, not first. And while I, I can live mentally, you know, knowing that I have factory 991 generation uh, hardware on my car the fact that it's second generation not first I you know I'm not sure if I'm going to like that I'm not sure if I'm going to live with that long term so I'm going to put it on I'm going to make the DIY videos see what it looks like ultimately I might not keep them though uh, and so that might get um, packaged up as a uh, facelift kit for anybody who's interested and then I'll just put my my factory uh, hardware back on um, and also part of part of the reason for uh, saying that is because I'm already thinking ahead to do I replace the front bumper, <laughs> which I've just replaced. Uh, so if I've got the 991.2 bumper on the back, am I going to want the 991.2 bumper, uh, 991.2 bumper on the front, the aero kit version? Probably. And that will not only entail buying a new bumper and getting it painted again, but I would also have to buy uh, the new um, the new style headlights. And then also, I think uh, the way the 991.2 bumper works, if I wanted it to work the way it comes from the factory, there are some electronics in there to make the um, to make the, the the vents over the air ducts open and close at various speeds. They're not static like the 991.1. So that, that sounds like a rabbit hole I really don't want to dig into and keep going on. So that might be another reason why. Um, after I've uh, finished the DIY build um, and played around with the rear bumper and, and doing the facelift, uh, I might end up putting it back to the 991.1. I don't know. It's just at this point, who knows? I'm just going to keep it going. Um, but that, that's sort of the major mods. Um, what else What else do I have on the go? Um, I think I think that might be it. Oh, no. No, another one. Another inspiration from Andrew at uh, 911 South. And 
God damn you, Andrew, if you're listening. You're making me spend all of this money. It's usually the other way around. It's usually people that get hold of me and complain that I'm making them spend money because they like the mods I'm doing to my car. I'm actually getting a taste of my own medicine now because that's exactly what's happening with Andrew <laughs> at 9-11 South. Um, he just moved away from his automatically folding mirrors uh, to the GT3 sort of sport mirrors, which have got the nice... Um, the nice sort of more aerodynamic look and they've got like the, the, the gap in between the pillar. Um, they look a little little lower profile, a little sleek, you know, more sleek, sleeker. I'm not sure how you say that, sleeker. Um, that's, that's one thing actually I'm not mad keen on at, at my automatic folding mirrors. When I have them turned off, I don't notice so much, but they do kind of stand like an extra inch away from the body and higher because of the mechanism that's, that's there, which, which helps your mirrors fold in and out. And when you do have the mirrors folded in, um, it makes your 911 look like, like for dog owners, like do your dogs ever like get up sometimes after they've been sleeping for a while and their ears are like bent the wrong way or they're inside out and they just like look ridiculous and even though you feel like you shouldn't have to go and correct them, you kind of just instinctively want to go and fold their ears over the right way. Well, that's what it looks like with these folding mirrors on the 991. When they're folded backwards, it kind of looks like the 911 is sort of awkwardly sat on its its hands like a naughty child on a on a couch being told to sit on his hands um that's never happened to me at least not since i've been an adult <laughs> but it kind of makes me it just it looks wrong so the idea of um so i just have them turned off so why you know why bother um i'm never going to use them so if i can uh take them off and put the uh the sleeker looking gt3 ones on and who knows maybe the ones with carbon fiber on the top ho, ho, ho. now we're talking all right so i think i should probably stop talking about mods because i could keep going and going and going and maybe i will um i'm doing some mods on other people's cars uh, i had a uh a first generation 991 uh, C4S in my garage uh, yesterday evening. Um, my son Luke actually was uh, spectating while I took off the rear bumper and installed a backup camera um, to go into the Joy Auto unit I put into this very same car just a couple of months ago from my uh, friend Dimitri. Uh, beautiful, beautiful version of a, of a 911 then, that C4S. Um, that went pretty well. Um, with the PDKs, it's it's so much easier to put in backup cams than manual because you don't have to tap the rear lights and the power on the on the reverse light. Um, for for this particular um, setup, you can just plug it straight into Joy Auto and um, uh, the CarPlay hack, and uh, you know you get the power from the Joy Auto device as well. So putting the backup camera in is is relatively easy. Um, manual cars is just such a massive ball ache uh, at least i think so um, but i've done that um this weekend uh my friend chris is coming over we're going to finish the joy in the joy auto installation in his 991.1 turbo that's early sunday morning and then later on on sunday um a local uh, car enthusiast uh, who i've met recently through uh, nordstern her name is Shelly. She's bringing over her 2012.5, her 2013 991.1. Um, that's either a 4S or an S. I think it's I think it's the S. Um, in black, 
all the options, really, really gorgeous car. Um, I'm hardwiring a radar detector for her. She has sensors on the rear end as well as the front. She's going for the uh, Uniden R7. Uh, I have the United R3, uh, which is fantastic, but it doesn't have any rear-facing sensors. Um, so I'm putting that in for her. And then she also has an issue with, uh, we figured out through using my um, diagnostic tool, that she has a bad uh, connection, a bad sensor in her door handle. So her, um, her keyless locking or remote, I can't remember exactly what happens, but... When you walk up to the car and you hold on to the, the handle, it unlocks just fine without using the key. But when you close the door and you press the button to try and lock it, it doesn't lock. So it works one way, not the other way. And it's not a configuration setting. Um, we've, we've looked into all the PCM menus and it's, it's not that. But the diagnostic code told us that we had a faulty handle. So anyway, she's coming over on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to be dismantling her door panel. Um, and uh, seeing if I can fit in or swap out the um, the radio controlled you know mechanism and the uh, the button itself inside the handle, um, so that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fiddly but fun kind of job as well. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's it for now, I think. But um, I, I know that I've got a couple of other cars that are friends and uh, local. Uh, car club members um, have asked me to work on so they're, they're in the pipeline now last but not least let's talk about car shows we've got some exciting ones coming up Now, unfortunately, this weekend, I didn't get to go to Checked It Out Chicago. Um, I was planning on meeting up with Jay Reed of the Jay Reed Car Channel, Instagram and YouTube are the same name. Uh, my fellow Ginger um, from another mother who uh, lives out in Connecticut. Uh, he and his son drove in his 996 from Connecticut over to Chicago. Uh, we were planning on hanging out. We we're planning on showing our cars together at Checked It Out Chicago. It looked like a really great event. Unfortunately, pneumonia uh, kept me away, and pneumonia my daughter had, and Adam, um, we were just sick. He was sick, I was sick, she was sick, so the idea of driving to Chicago and potentially spreading around my germs around all those people, and, and just honestly standing around in 80 degree heat when you're not feeling um, you know, kind of tip-top in Chicago of all places where humidity is just hell. Uh, I, I just I didn't fancy that. I'm I'm gutted I didn't go because it looked like a really really great event and there were really so many cool cars there. Um, there was a Singer there. There was a 959 there. There was all sorts of air cooleds and it just it's so so cool. I wish I'd been there. Um, you should check out Jay's Instagram and and check out uh, Jay Reed's uh, YouTube channel because he's got some content coming out. Um, took a bunch of great footage. My friend Todd was there as well. Um, some other guys, my friend Matt here from the Twin, Twin Cities, um, they went out there, had a great time. So unfortunately, I missed that. Uh, but I've got Luft, Luft uh, 7, the 7th uh, Luft event coming up in a couple of weeks' time. It's going to be on September 10th, which is a Friday. Um, I'm driving over to Indianapolis. Uh, my friend Chris and his white turbo, he's going to be coming with me. Uh, we're going to meet up with uh, Todd's going to be there again, my friend Jeremy. Um, I'm not sure if Jay's going to make it. I'm, I've been trying to talk him into it, but um, you know, 
after bailing out on him last time, he, he may not want to uh, roll the dice on me showing up again. Um, but, uh, you know, at the very least, a handful of people there. But also, um, Sarah Darkerman from LA Dismantler and of Porsche uh, Women Global fame and Instagram. Uh, Sarah's going to be there. We're planning on hanging out at the Luft event itself. Um, we're also going to be trying to organize a social between us um, for any um, you know fellow enthusiasts or bloggers and YouTubers that are at the Luft event itself. Um, so there's most likely going to be a social on the Friday, if not also the Saturday. Um, Saturday, we're hanging around for uh, the event at the Speedway, uh, which um, the Porsche Club of America is putting on, I believe. Um, there's a bunch of tracking going on. You can walk around. You can probably get into the pits, I think. You can at least watch the the event itself. Um, that goes on Saturday and Sunday, but I think there's going to be a social on the Friday and the Saturday, and then people are going to probably head off on the Sunday. But I'm really looking forward to that. And from what I've heard from the likes of Andy at Last Rasp, who went to um, the one last year, uh, which I think was out in, um, did he mention uh, Universal Studios in, in LA? Uh, it just sounds absolutely incredible. I can't wait to get involved in that event and see what's going on there. Uh, I'm not going to be displaying my car. It's it's all air-cooled cars. Um, so I'm just going to have the, the fun of driving my 911 there. Um, but uh, I can't wait to check out all of those cars. And then a few weeks after that, uh, Jay and I are going to be meeting up again at the Tale of the Dragon. And we've got people coming in from Canada, from the West Coast, from down south, um, hopefully vaccinated people, <laughs> given COVID's taking a little bit of a surge uh, around the country, especially in the south. Um, like last time, we'll be social distancing, we'll be, um, you know, practicing um, whatever we can to make sure everybody's safe and, uh, and healthy. Um, but essentially, on the Friday morning, the Saturday morning, and the Sunday morning, over the first weekend in October, that... Um, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, uh, we're going to be doing car meets, um, meeting up around midday each 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 day. Uh, the information is on autoamateur.com. You check out the page that says 2021 Fall Tour. All of the uh, details about the meetups, the routes themselves that we're going to be driving is there. And then we're going to be doing a social outdoors on the Saturday night in Bryson City at a barbecue joint, a roadside barbecue joint with a big parking lot so you can order your barbecue inside, bring it outside with your beers, your root beer or whatever it is you're going to be drinking. Uh, it's on the side of a river. Uh, it's, it's a really nice little setup. Um, it'll be very informal, probably a lot of standing around in the parking lot next to our cars, eating and drinking. Um, that's going to be fun as well. Uh, I can't wait. There are two great events before uh, the, before the, 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 the winter comes uh, with all of the snow and the ice and that good stuff. The other event I'm trying to pull off is uh, at an airport in Wisconsin, and I'm yet to hear back from city council as to whether or not we've got permission to do the event. Um, but that's going to be an all-generations Porsche event. That I'm. It's going to be a private event that I'm hosting uh, for the purposes, frankly, of just having some fun but also making a video. Um, it's my dream to line up every single 911 generation next to each other, plus every Boxster, plus every Cayman. I'm going to just stop at those three models. We're not going to do any of the SUVs or anything like that. But um, we're going to be doing uh, walk-arounds of all of the different cars. We're going to be comparing them to one another. Um, and most importantly and excitingly, we're going to be pitting them off against each other on the runway of a small municipal airport uh, doing drag racing. And uh, we're going to have the drone up. 
permission, funnily enough, to fly the drone at the airport is uh, is also part of the approval. Um, we're gonna have the drone up. We're gonna have GoPros out. We're gonna have cameras tight on the cars, on the drivers. You know, distance. It's gonna be like the video of a lifetime. I can't wait, and that's like a special that I want to do, um, celebrating uh, the five years of Auto Amateur. I feel like that's that's the one video that I've thought about doing consistently throughout my time on this channel, and it's only at this point in time I feel like I've got enough equipment. I kind of know enough about how to film something like that with a lot of moving parts. Um, and uh, frankly, I, I've, it's taken me this long to to meet enough people with enough cars <laughs> to actually pull something like that off. Um, so the people participating are going to have a bunch of fun because they're going to get to see all of these different cars and attend a car show for a morning or an afternoon and then actually get to drag against a number of different generations. Everybody should get at least four or five different attempts to drag. Um, and I get to film the thing. And then you guys listening, you get to watch it when it gets published. So I'm really, really trying to pull that off uh, before the winter comes. And that would be a great five-year kind of milestone marker video. Um, legacy. Legacy video. That's going to be a legacy video. I'm, I'm all over that. All right, guys, that's it for another podcast. Uh, it's Friday. It's late for folks in Europe. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, keep it clean. Keep it dirty where you need to keep it dirty and uh, get out and drive. All right, guys, take care. See you now. Bye.